video i have my 2023-2024 nba predictions for the eastern conference now this time i'm gonna have my predictions for the western conference that being said let's hop into it 15 seed i have the portland trailblazers by far i have them there due to the fact that obviously dame he's no longer on the trailblazer it's a whole new era they are completely rebuilding and they're mainly focused on school henderson who i really like we're gonna be paying attention to him a lot this upcoming season in which he has potential to be something very special you know he just needs the right pieces around him and he just needs to keep developing and just needs to work on the a few flaws he got in this game but Anfron Simmons I expect to do most of the heavy lifting he got the bag he's a very good player very crafty scorer also you got Satan Sharp who's just an insane athlete may I add Jeremiah Grant, no matter what situation he's in, he could be in a bad situation, he could be in a decent situation, he could be in a good situation, he'll always put up very good numbers. Always love him. <clears throat> and you got DeAndre Aiden as well, who was acquired due to the massive trade with Bradley Beal, so she'll be interesting. Also, Malcolm Brogdon's also there, Matisse Thybul, one of the best defenders in the league, he's also there, but again... Oh, and Robert Williams, too. Oh, I forgot Robert Williams. I forgot to mention him. But the con is, is that they're just rebuilding, as I mentioned before. It's a young roster. It's a young core. We don't know how good this We don't know how these boys are going to be once they all develop. Most notably, Scoo Henderson. And also, the West is absolutely insane. So that's why I have him as the 15th seed. 14th seed, I have the Houston Rockets by far. They got Ime Udoka. I'm glad he's back coaching. You know, very glad he is. They got Fred Van Lee from the Raptors. They got Dylan Brooks in the offseason, as if that's going to make any changes whatsoever. They also got Amir Thompson in the draft. Like it a lot. Jalen Green, even though he has issues outside the basketball court, not going to mention him, but we all know his issues, you know. Hope he gets better and, um, yeah. Well, it gets better with that, you know. You also got Jabari Smith Jr. He's a very talented player. Love the kid from Auburn. And you also got Alpha Mesaguna, which I have him as breakout candidate this year. And I have him making an all-star game this year. At the very least, for the most part, because his talent's there. He's very talented. He's a franchise player. And this year, he's going to show everybody that he's that guy. However, I just don't have him as higher due to the fact that the west is loaded into it's just that i don't know if fran van lee's play style is going to be very concerning for this roster he's going to take a lot of minutes from the young guys you know so that's why i have him as 14 seed i will say this though Yudoka, he will develop these boys and as the year goes on maybe you can see him make the playoffs one day who knows 13 seed san antonio spurs now <clears throat> they got victor Wimbley, first overall pick a generational rookie. I managed to see him play in preseason. The hype is real. And I have him win rookie of the year. It's just absolutely insane what he's doing. I'm just hoping that injuries do not ruin this young man's career. I'm really hoping the injuries just don't damage his career. You get what I'm saying? But the reason why I don't have him as 13 C is because, one, they need a lot of time to become contenders again. Greg Popovich, he's got, what, a new contract extension for five years. He's going to be there. So he's going to develop him as the years go on. Victor, he's a generational talent. Everybody knows that. All eyes will be on him. They will be on main. There'll be a lot of mainstream games because I'm telling you, um, that that arena is gonna be packed with Victor fans. You know, it's gonna be absolutely insane. They locked in Kendall Johnson, who had a good season last year. They extended Zach Collins. They got Devin Young. He's not too bad as well. But here's the thing, right? Victor and Bobway is in the perfect 
situation for a player. He has a Hall of Fame coach in Greg Popovich, arguably the best head coach in NBA history. And then also he has these former players helping him out too as his, as his mentors slash supporters. I mean, just look at the dudes that support him. He has Tony Parker, obviously Greg Popovich, as I mentioned. He also has Manu Ginobili mentoring him. And also Greg Popovich is known for developing these guys. And look what happened. They all became Hall of Famers slash one of the best in their position. Now, Tony Parker, I'm not calling him one of the best point guards in all time with Tony Parker. He's a very, he was a very good point guard when he played. I always thought he was overrated at first, but then I went back and watched some old games. On some film breakdowns, I realized, okay, guy was talented. I like Tony Parker. Mono Ginobili, though. I always loved Mono Ginobili. Love the guy. Changed the way of the European players, especially in the Spanish players. Very, very good, especially with that shit guy. Love the guy. But he's very talented. That's what I'm saying. He has all the support he needs and all support's there for him. So trust me, once Victor gets his P's and Q's in, he focuses on his skills, he gets better and better as the years go on, he's going to be damn well unguardable. And that's why I will say about him. That's why I have him as 13 seed. They're not there yet. 12 seed, I have the Utah Jazz. They aren't to come up. The front court should be very interesting with Kelly Olenek, Laurie Markkinen, and Markkinen's actually pretty good this year. And also Cody Kessler, very strong. Clarkson and Sexton, they do give them buckets, but as I mentioned before, they're not there yet. A lot of teams are just, the West is just loaded. They gotta wait though, but trust me, they'll be pretty decent once they get there. Worst, best case scenario, they make the play, but I could be wrong on that. Levitt C, I have the New Orleans Pelicans. The reason why now, I originally in my predictions, I have them at least at the playing spot as maybe like an eighth, ninth seed. But the reason why I don't is injuries. Now, whether it's Zion Wilson, which is unfortunate because he has so much potential to be something very special in the league, possibly become the face of the league one day. But Unfortunately, injuries are just really killing his career, so we can't really see it. But when he's playing 100%, we all see his potential, you know? Or it's Ingram getting hurt, or Trey Murphy, or Najee Marshall, because both of them, they're pretty much injured. Or hell, anybody on the Pelicans. It's literally like anybody could get injured. And it's just absolutely insane. That's what kills them. That's why I just can't put up high enough, because they're very untrustworthy. It's just... The injuries. That's the main reason why. 10th seed, I have the Memphis Grizzlies. I could have gone a little lower, but I just put him at 10th. And the reason why I say that, because one, Ja got suspended for 25 games, which was honestly stupid. You want to keep it a buck. But that's near Or that's something we could talk about on a different day. Danny lost Tyus Jones to the DMV. Steven Adams is out for the year, which is absolute heartbreaker because he's a very good rim protector and they're going to miss him. And it would mean a lot of help because um, Jared Jackson Jr., you know bueno. You know bueno. Not bad. Because I see him play for Team USA, and he cannot play a five to save his life. He was literally getting bullied down low in every way imaginable. Desmond Bain, I really love the guy a lot. He actually played very good last year. Very good shooter last year. He's going to have to put a heavy load to carry because Jaws going to be suspended for 25 games. The West is absolutely insane. So it's like he's going to have to do everything, you know? Also, Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart at this point. And you got Derrick Rose, who's pretty solid. And Luke Kennard. But I just don't know. I just really don't know how much they can hold off until Ja comes back. But even when he does come back, 
their rim protection is going to be damaged with Steven Adams being out this season. And the worst part about it, he's been out for two straight seasons because the year prior to this season, he was out with, um, I forgot, the, I think it was the same injury that called him to be out this season or a different one. He was out for the year. This one, he's out. And then when he comes back, it's going to be two years he completely missed out on, you know? So that's why I have the Grizzlies at 10. At number nine, I got the Oklahoma City Thunder. I'm very high on this roster. SGA, always loved him out of Kentucky. He was on the Clippers with a massive trivia CP3 and actually paid off in a good one because he actually had his best season of his career as he made first team All-NBA last year. Played very good basketball. He's a very talented young man, which he actually dominated FIBA last year. He really dominated that, you know? You also got Josh Kitty. He's a triple-dub machine. Jalen Williams, he had a very good rookie year. I expect him to step up as the years go on. You got Isaiah Joe, very underrated shooter. One of the more underrated shooters in the league. You got Glory Dart, good defender. And you got Chet Wagram. He's coming back in what I see him in preseason. DPOY contender, future. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be there. Only con is lack of experience. This roster is very young. They can lose a lot of close games against better teams that has the experience. But I really have them make the play-in. I really do. I believe this is the year. If SGA could just stay healthy, because last year they made the play-in. Problem was, they just they just got bounced out. No shame in that, but this year, it's got to get a little better, you know? They got a little bit of experience, so we're going to see how it goes. But again, that lack of experience is going to hurt them down the stretch road for this OKC team. But I'm very high on this team. I really am. Eighth seed, I have the Mavericks in this one. Now, we already know Luka and Kyrie. I know Luka's pissed off because he's not missing playoffs back-to-back in a row. So, you know he's going to do everything he can to make the playoffs. Kyrie Irving, got out deal with Nike. They had issues with them. He's with a whole new brand. I actually like his new shoes, actually, with his new brand. I might think of buying me a pair, but that's just me. Offense will be very fun to watch. Kyrie and Luka are going to be both destroying everybody and their mama. Kyrie Irving is going to be crossing everybody up. Luka's being Luka. The con is, the reason why I don't rank them that high is because of a few reasons. One, they have little to no depth whatsoever. I mean, outside of maybe Seth Curry's brother and Tim Hardaway Jr. and even Josh Green. But they just have no depth whatsoever. Lack of size. I mean... Do I really need to mention their size? Their size is just not there for the most part. They have little to no size whatsoever. Like, if you literally look at their roster, it's Axie Kleba and Dwight Powell. Yeah, you got Derek Lively, but he's a rookie. We're going to see how he looks for the most part. Rashad Holmes, he's also there. I want to see him get some snap. I want to see him get some minutes in and there, but I don't know. I just really don't know. They just have those sides whatsoever. And the West, huh. <laughs> They will take every team in the West. They will take full advantage of their lack of size. And also, the defense is just horrendous. The offense will be insane, but their defense is going to be leave a lot of question marks. You get what I'm saying? But I have them eighth. That's exactly why. Seven C. I got the Clippers. Now, again, injuries. Whether it's Kawhi or it's Paul George getting injured. In Kawhi case, his knees are getting even worse. And also, he's both are getting up there in age. The league is getting faster. The league is getting younger. So possibly, maybe we could witness the last hurrah between PG-13 and Kawhi Leonard and maybe Russ. The role players also getting up there in age. And health is literally the biggest concern. If they're anything but a deep playoff run, is completely a failure. That's literally all I can say with that. 
unless everybody stay healthy and they can maybe make a run, then I could see that happening. But I just don't know. I could have really moved them up, but I just did it because of that. I just really couldn't. On to the 6C. 6C, I do have the Lakers now. I have the Lakers due to the fact that they end up having a good offseason. I did have them as a top three seed originally, but end up switching back due to the fact that the injuries, whether it's Anthony Davis, I mean, we all seen the memes on Twitter and Instagram. Every time he goes down, we literally look at our screens like this. Did he get hurt? Did he get hurt? Hope he gets better or something like that. Or it's Bond, he's getting up there in age. They did add shooters, though. They add Tony and Prince. They added Gabe Benson. They added... Cam Reddish, they signed Tristan Wood, so everybody's going to eat. They also extended AD, which we're going to see whether he got to take the next load up because I'm probably not going to be here no longer. Or if he is, he's just going to be completely shy, you know? You also add the fact that you got other people, too. You also gave um, Austin Reeves the extension, so the roster, everybody's going to get a bucket. The thing is... Injuries with Ron or AD. Now, I could have really swapped them out, but I just did it in a coin flip. Fifth seed, give me the Timberwolves. This is pretty much Ant's team. I don't care what anybody says. This is Anthony Edwards' team. We all seen it last year. He stepped up when it mattered most against the Denver Nuggets. Gave him a run for his money by himself. And unfortunately, his players just didn't show up, you know? But this is Ant's team, and he's getting better and better and better as the years go on. You got good chemistry with Nas Reed, Josh McDaniel, one of the best defenders in the league by far. Especially McDaniel. The fact he didn't get voted first team all NBA defense was just absolutely insane. Because Jaden McDaniel's defense is very good, and his offense is also improving as well. And again, he didn't make first team all, all defense, which was an absolute war crime. Rigo Bird's also there. The, oh, it's well-rounded, but the con is Cat. I'm not saying Cat is a bad player. No, Cat is a tremendous player. But I just need to see some improvements from him. Whether it's his defense, making hustle plays, show up in a matter of bowls, and just overall just not playing, just showing up. Because last year, he pretty much did it. And then by the time he did, it was too little too late. The other team had momentum already. And also his foul throw, which I did not like last year. But besides that, the t- Timberwolves are very well-rounded. They're a well-rounded team if you look forward back at it. His roster's very loaded. Con is, is also outside of that. Mike Conley's getting up there in age, so maybe you can maybe make a little move. I don't know, but hey, that's just me. Fourth seed, I have the Sacramento Kings. The Do I really mention his roster? You got Fox. You got Sabonis. You got Malik Monk, Keegan Murray, Davon Mitchell. I mean, if you look at this roster, bro, the roster is just absolutely insane with the Kings. Last year, they had one of the best offenses in the league. Heck, some even argue they had the best offense in the league, man. Some there, I'm not saying they did because they're up there as one of them, but their offense was just absolutely insane. And keep in mind, right, they're still a young team. And that Kings roster, they are getting better and better. De'Aaron De'Aaron Fox and also with Stamata Sabonis, the chemistry is getting better. They have a very strong home court. They had a very good record last year. Unfortunately, they end up losing to the Warriors, which I did predict because even though the Warriors were older, they had that experience because, I mean, when was the last time the Kings won a, a playoff series? What, 2006? Like, around that time? So they haven't won a playoff series in over a while. So, obviously, the experience 
it's gonna be like that you know but this year they had the experience they gave the Warriors run for the money no shame to lose to them the only thing I will say with the defensive front court but besides that I expect the Kings to make a huge jump this season again and depending on who they play I could see them possibly win a playoff series for the first time in since 2006. Third seed I do have the Warriors now yes they are old they are old I do agree they are very, very old going into the 2023-2024 season. However, here's the thing. They end up getting CP3. They got the championship degree for the most part. CP3 went to the finals. Curry went to the finals. Green went to the finals. Wiggins went to the finals. Clay went to the finals. So all of them had the experience. They had that championship experience. And even though CP3, they end up losing to the Bucks in the finals, he also went. And he's one of the best point guards of our generation. So he has the experience. And I'm not going to lie. I do like it. I didn't like it at first. But then I do like it to a certain extent. The con is CP3 is getting up there in age for most part to replace Poole. Because that incident is him and Drayvon. It was Drayvon and Poole. And Poole ended up getting shipped out to the DMV. But the also the other con is besides age is that the lack of size. I mean, Kevin Looney's only their real center. But even then, he's only 6'9". It's not that big. And also, as I mentioned before, age. And we're probably going to win this Clay's last season. Because he's completely shy. And he just looked horrible last year. In that playoff series against the Lakers, he just looked horrible. I was actually surprised. I'm thinking, like, dang, Clay, I ain't, I ain't thinking like that bad. But that's why I have him at the third seed. Second seed, I have the Phoenix Suns. The addition of Bradley Beal and Judges Norkage will be very, very big for this Suns team. And it'll fit this roster, most notably Beal. First off, roster, absolutely loaded. But shoot, we got Bradley Beal in the lineup. We're going to see Bradley Beal's full versatility on full display. We're going to see him at the one because Book going to be at the two. Even though Book could be a little bit of a playmaker, though. But I do like Beal at the one, you know. It also adds a, a third score on the team because think about it. Last year, one of their biggest issues was death and their lack of shot creating because Outside of Katie and Book, there wasn't anybody else that was consistent enough to create their own shot. To give you a bucket right when you need it. They just wanted it consistent enough. Plus, it will allow defenses to mainly focus on Katie and Book as well. However, with Bill, it's going to be different. Because now, guess what? Now you got to focus on Book. Now you got to focus on KD. And now you got Bradley Beal. He's also in the mix as well. So it's not, it's going to be pretty much difficult because now you got to pick your poison pretty much. And say if either one of those go to the bench, then guess what? Beal's still going to be out there. Now, they also had death concerns. They end up getting the death. You got Grayson Allen, even though he's dirty. Good solid 3 and D. You got Keenan Bates, good three point shooter. Watanabe, a good three point shooter. So they got the death. Everything is there with them for the most part. However, Khan is with the defense. And I will say this. Watch out for Jordan Goodwin. That's all I'll say. Watch watch for him. He's going to break out this season. Watch. And my number one seed, obviously, the Denver Nuggets. You still got Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, one of the best point guards slash center duels in the league. Now, they end up losing Bruce Brown. He ended up going to the Pacers. However, I do expect Chris Brown to step up huge in the season. I'm not expecting to make an all-star game. That's completely ludicrous. But I at least expect them to at least 
pick up Bruce Brown's role. Now, yeah, obviously, you got Reggie Jackson, got KCP, he's also there. But in the finals, Chris Brown, he did make some plays for those parties. He really did. You also, like I said, you got Reggie Jackson, you got Aaron Boring, you got KCP. And the only way I could see him completely bail is either their bench just lets him down or it's just injuries. Now, before I end this video, right, I want to say just my MVP candidate real quick. I'm just going to announce him right off the bat. MVP, I'm going with Jokic. I believe he's going to win it again. This year, he should have won three in a row, but that's last year. I believe this year he could do it again. Just take it back again this year. Rookie of the year, Victor Wembanyama, And then we got comeback player of the year. This is already a tough one, honestly. I don't know who to pick. I guess I will go with... Ah, man, I, really, I guess I'll say Ben Simmons to a certain extent. The reason why I say Ben because Kawhi, I just don't know whether he can stay healthy. Zion is pretty much the same thing. But I guess I will go with Ben Simmons for that, I guess. And, yeah, rookie of the year. I got Victor Wembanyama. And with that being said, those are my predictions. Peace.